Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Previously on transmissions from Colony One. This is where we'll need to build them. Build what? Towns. Each meg facility will have a town printed and constructed around them. Vasily and Luke here are developing a heating element for the construction printers to keep the sulfur concrete filament from freezing. The South Pole Thermonuclear Array. Over 1,100 4-megaton thermonuclear explosives buried in the ice in Planum Austral, ready for detonation as part of MECD's terraforming protocol. I propose we extract five, maybe six bombs, strap them on ERV-4, and send it on a one-way trip to intercept the bastard. Here, Alcahira Valles, Cairo Valley. 3,400 kilometers away. Nicole and Vasily are going much, much further than we are, and in more demanding terrain. Safe travels. Please, come back in one piece. The main launch vehicle will be MECD-3's Maya rocket. Attached to this will be the Scorpion spacecraft, MECD-3's lander. The main body of the launch vehicle will be Space Station Hercules. They're bringing the space station to Mars? That's our supply craft. All the docking arms will be detached and secured to the side of the station. On the front will be Maya rocket and centipede lander for MECD-4. MECD-3's rocket will be used as the launch device. Pete and his team should be arriving in Alcahira Valles today. Sam has Tim creating magnets in this forge Walters concocted, and the thermonuclear retrieval team is nearing the South Pole. GPS ended up being a bit off in Terra Sirena, and they're caught in the middle of a polar storm that's grounding them for the time being. Scrutiny is necessary. Uh-huh. 
Cairo Valley to Colony 1. Kaya Osen calling Colony 1 from Cairo Valley. Over. This regolith extractor won't short circuit from any external variables, right? External variables? Wind, dust, volcano eruptions? Should be fine, Pete. Are you questioning my handiwork? <gasps> Would never dream of it. But we're working without a margin for error. Thus, repeated scrutiny is a necessity. Vater, fair, votre. Colony one to Cairo Valley. I understand French, prick. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> Sam, we finished programming all confirmed surveying measurements, and Luke's printer is already in operation. Pete's firing up the two surveillance cameras I've placed so we can view the progress. We've packed up and are about to drive back to Colony One. Over. Coding looks good, Pete. I told you you were wasting your time. Can never be too sure with you. Camera should be powered on. That sounds great, Kaya. You guys have done some terrific work out there. And Nate has given me the thumbs up on your video feed from both cameras. Safe travels, guys. Colony one, over and out. We're clear. Come on, you two. Time to go home. See you in five months, Cairo Valley. How's the crew? They up to speed on everything they need to do? <laughs> I hope so. No one has ever constructed anything like this before. He's got it under control. My team is as ready as they can be. I have no concerns about their readiness. Captain Yoshida. All right? All right, I'll let him know. Thanks, Omar. Safe travels. Jet's ready for departure. Ah, it is. You don't need to be the one to do this. Design and build of spacecraft is my domain, Rachel. I need to be there. You know, every step feels like my legs will break. Perhaps leaving Earth gravity could help. I'm going to walk you out to the jet, at least. Very well. Commander Lee. I've done my best to leave you with as good a head start as possible. In worst case scenario, I trust you'll maintain the rate of supply transfer that I've put in place. You have done a tremendous job. Your leadership has helped convince me that this unthinkable plan might actually work. We'll see you in a few weeks. Good luck up there. Nikki's gonna give you a treatment before you land, right? Yes, Rachel. I've told you this. Good. And remember, the cargo from Zhao's extraction in Tainan won't go up until the bulk carriers arrive. Rachel. I'm merely being conscious of your condition is all. Everything is ready. Everyone's prepared. You've nothing to worry about. I'm one step closer to Neda. Each action I take that gets me closer strengthens me. That's great, Fedor. Nikki's been doing you good. 
See you soon, my friend. Oh, Rachel. Happy birthday. What? Really? <laughs> You've forgotten.
in entering learning phase, then drop everything and back up against the wall with your hands out. No sudden movements or activate the sprinkles and burn your arms. Jesus. Okay. Good afternoon, Tim. I'm going to zip tie your wrists. Good afternoon, Pete. How did the printing operations go? Make sure the zip ties are tight, Sam. Be secure. Magnets seem to be coming along great. With the amount you've been able to hammer out in such a short amount of time, we're impressed. And you're in one piece. Thankfully, you've kept your wits about you. Lunchtime already? You'll be eating on the way, Tim. On the way? Where am I going? With me. Medical capsule 216. Supply capsules 372 and 401. Ring a bell? Should they? 2,308.81 kilometers from Colony 1. Tartarus Montes. Oh. We need the supplies, and we're going to bring back Jennifer and Orlando's remains and give them a proper burial. Uh-huh. This is Sam in the loading bay. I've relayed your message to Nicole in the city, and they concur that the weather's finally dissipated enough for them to resume their EVA. They'll be arriving at the first extraction point within the hour, and they'll commence operations upon arrival. Thanks for the update, Kaya. I'm sure after waiting out a two-week blizzard in their THUs, they're itching to move around. We're heading to the soup room now. Look on the bright side, Tim. At least you're not in plain Mistral. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. You're certain the two of you know how to operate this thing? We both have operational training for the space elevator. Rita and Daniel will do fine, Omar. Unless you think you'd do better. Uh, it's yours to fly, guys. Mr. Mendez, get headquarters on the line. Let them know we're set to depart. Mekti headquarters. Elevator climber 2 to Mekti headquarters. Departing now. We'll call with an update when we reach the stratopause. Climber 2, over. Climber 2, crew cabin secured and pressurized. Loading coordinates. Safeties are locked and disarmed. Charging launch laser. I have informed the 
welcome to Commander Lee. Safe travels, and we'll look forward to your call at 50 kilometers. Headquarters, over and out. Coordinates for space elevator orbit station loaded. Copy that. Launch laser at 73% charge. Work capsule standing by. Copy arm stabilization system and arm support thrusters. <sighs> Nervous, Miss Floros? I'll be fine, I promise. <clears throat> Remember, if you need to use it, we have bags under. I'll be fine, Fedor. It's a normal thing. Uh, launch laser at 100%, 6.44 petawatt charge. Stabilization and support thrusters armed and standing by. Go for launch. Copy that. <sighs> Activate Climber 2 launch in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Engage launch laser. Oh. That feeling takes me back. Lift off. Ultimate reading 7.0 meters and climbing. Activate stabilization. Stabilization activated. Green across the board. I get like this sometimes on the elevator. Hmm. I'm sure you're looking forward to zero G again. Absolutely. Oh, I wish I had the same optimism for this launch vehicle construction. But why are you hung up on me? Retract all docking modules and auxiliary extensions. Align them with the Hercules spinal cord. Wrap it in a 3D printed web along with Mekti's 4 rocket and then place Mekti's 3 rocket on the back. Look at the mission details. Easy. Yeah, Felix. Pretty cut and dry. Ever worked in zero gravity, Mr. Mendes? I was an advisor to Administrator Dario Bidas and worked almost exclusively surface side. I will not sugarcoat it. This will be thoroughly time-consuming, taxing work. We're creating a launch vehicle here that's never been tested, and never will be tested. Everyone here shares your concerns. And we all understand what happens if we do not execute each objective with perfection. <sighs> but it needs to be done. When it comes to life or death, the concept of difficulty becomes irrelevant. Protocol before Turbicrater, though. 
wondering what would happen if the same thing were to occur with us. Break protocol? Yeah. An accident? Like Abby and Walter. Uh, hmm. Chloe does have protocol for that occurrence. If it happens, then we follow protocol. Maybe we don't have to wait until the Turby Crater settlement is completed. We could conceivably move there after. Move there with a child with this kind of surface exposure. How in the world would we be able to transport... Oh, hey, I, I, I have an idea. What idea? What are you thinking? Tunnels. Fusion-propelled personal tunnels, uh, like on Earth. Why didn't I think of this before? I need to call headquarters. Comms are on. You guys hear me okay? What we would need is uh, some kind of uh, boring machines that could... Um... Crystal clear, Sam. We've got your rover packed and ready for departure. <sighs> Thanks, you too. You don't have Tim's comms on? The peace and quiet is nice. Let's get back inside. Safe travel, Sam. Take care of yourselves, too. If you come back around, it's fine. We'll get by. We'll be back in about a week. We would need to print support structures that can maintain structural integrity in case of any seismic events. And in addition, boring machines that can do the digging. We need tram cars, security infrastructure. But it may work. Tunnels, huh? Captains May Wen and Bo Xia. Mm-hmm. Captain Omar Abares. Lieutenant Ava Murphy. Lieutenant Ben Richard. Right, right. Um, Danny Holland and Rita Hodgson. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's it. Hmm. So, we have one, two, three, nine people out of over 60 with varying degrees of piloting experience. Yeah, that sounds right. Huh. All right. Landing MMLHVs have no comparison to anything you've ever flown or landed. And you only have the external cameras to provide any visual reference for what you're doing. I trust you have the right kind of skill and intuition needed, and I am sure that Omar, Ava, and Captains Wen and Shah should be fine with enough exposure in the CC. But everyone else... We train and simulate. Train, simulate, train, and simulate. Mm-hmm. As many times as it takes for them to get it right every time, yes. Round the clock. For everything we're doing, it's all for nothing if we can't land these things. Yes, I agree. Though you must be patient, Rachel. No one asked for this. I'll make sure to upload procedures and manuals in everybody's personal tablets. I may take a group with me to the simulator tonight after dinner. Could use a practice. Thermal nuclear extraction site 1. Plan on Mostral, the South Pole of Mars. Updates that you can along the way. And please let us know if the weather acts up like it did. Be safe.
Omni One, over and out. Alright. Our first thermonuclear extraction. Who goes first? You're not volunteering? I'm surprised you haven't yet. I'll volunteer. Rock, paper, scissors. Best two out of three? Loser goes down first? <sighs> sure, that's fine. Okay. One, two, three. Oh no. Paper beats rock. Uh -huh. One, two, three. Shit. Rock beats paper. So sorry, Vasily. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's get going. Comfy, Connor? You're gonna be zip-tied in here for the better part of ten hours. <sighs> he sounds content. I bother disturbing him. I concur. Well...
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.